What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey! Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheeseburger, you stop it! No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap! 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. My job. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back. We are with, we have one of my favorite episodes of the year. We have Duck Hunter, the fourth coming up, working title there. But first, Kevin, uh, you were dealing with some HOA issues last week um did you get those figured out uh yeah i mean we sent out an email to the to the complex uh basically telling people they need to pay money so that we can get some stuff fixed so mm. but, uh, at least moving forward hopefully which mighty duck would you most like to have as a tenant of <laughs> yours as a tenant well i mean as as part of like his kevin lives in a in a, in a nice uh, little complex as uh i guess not a, a as, tenant, a, as like a, a fellow owner yeah Mm, I feel like Fulton would be a really good. He'd be your um, muscle. Yeah, yeah, he'd be he'd be good to have on the board. I like that. That's Who would not stuff. pay their rent ever? You think? Well, it depends on where we're going, but Carp, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carp would try to pay in like or Monopoly money. Peter or Peter Mark. Yeah, yeah, Peter would just try to swindle you. I like that. <laughs> Peter, would be like, what if I trade you like these limited edition Beanie Babies for? two months of rent anywho <laughs> all right let's move on because it is the halloween episode we have to continue our horror movie saga so we started this four years ago now where we said hey what happens if the ducks are thrown into a horror movie we started with duck hunter that's where we unveiled the legendary killer slasher villain mckill uh, they were at the the campground. They survived the campground. Think they've drowned McGill or McKill. Sorry. We go to Duck Hunter 2 hunting season. McKill starts um, stalking them around all of Minneapolis. They go to a hotel. We learn a little bit about McKill's background. The Riley's there. Riley sacrifices himself, burns down the hotel. We think McKill has died, but we see the rubble move. And then we went last year to duck hunter 3d a 3d experience uh mckill well first of all the mighty ducks are playing an exhibition against iceland on the moon sponsored by hendrix uh they don't have a lot of players so they combine with the varsity to put together a team mckill sneaks onto the spaceship hijinks ensue uh, but bombay and mckay get stuck in the security room um, eventually McKill sneaks on the Iceland team as one of the Iceland players kills some of them in the locker room, kills some of them on the ice. The ducks figure it out and M- Bombay and McKay, who are locked in the communication security room, figure out that McKill has, you know, rigged the arena with a bunch of bombs. These bombs start going off. They finally get their comms up to warn the ducks. And Fulton squares up to fight with McKill, but the bombs have gone off. And we left it on a cliffhanger where the ice is splitting due to McKill's bombs. On one side, you have the Ducks and Fulton. 
on the other side you have McKill and just for a quick recap um the Mighty Ducks who are still alive we have Gordon Bombay and Michelle McKay they've every single movie they've been sort of stuck somewhere so they haven't had too much going on there's Charlie Conway Julie Gaffney Fulton Reed and Peter Mark those are the only people left but we do have all these game changers kids that we could introduce as well um so we have I guess I guess we can work on the title later, but Duck Hunter 3D Part 2 or Duck Hunter 4. Tommy's shaking his head. Tommy, do you have do you have an idea here for where we, we go from here? Do you have a title name? I don't have a title name, but I'm sure an amazing one will come to me. And then a worse one will come to me, and I'll go with the worst one. Um, so here's where I think uh, Duck Hunter 4 goes. Um, I think that the ice splits and we kind of see like a cavernous pit to hell or something like that or what Mm. looks like hell and Fulton and McKill get dragged in Mm. and they go down and what happens is they both wake up some 25 years later the ice palace oh you've got teenage Fulton as we know him in like D3, as well as uh, McKill. Although it's clear that McKill has like vanished. Mm. And so basically Fulton is our hero and it's up to him to kind of seek out his older self and the Game Changers kids to warn them about McKill. And McKill starts off by, um, he's got to like, he kills someone big, one of the Game Changers kids, to start things off so people will pay attention to him. And this is very much like alternate reality. And it gets explained like, oh, they discovered that the moon has a weird gravitational pull that isn't explained. So there's like another dimension. And so that's why we can have all of our other characters. So every character who was killed in the original Duck Hunter movies are potential, potentially available as older Ooh. versions of themselves. So we can kill them again interesting um but the only double is um fulton reed a a younger one you've got young fulton and old fulton which will be great and potentially two mckills oh but maybe we don't find out about the second mckill until later i i just i just would like to say that i see that tommy has got no real work done this week (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so let's back up here so the ice is splitting um, I should mention the Docs and McKill wearing special sort of gravity skates where you can turn on and off the gravity. So maybe Fulton and McKill like jump up, release their gravity boots and go into like a, a battle in midair, end up falling into the pit. And then so we fade out. And so Fulton has aged during this time. No. No. Okay. So we have. So is this is this like a like a Groundhog Day slash Palm Springs meets uh, Stranger Things situation? Is that what's going on here? Is that a decent no. Haven't you guys ever seen any movie about like some kind of alternate reality? So basically, <laughs> what happens is McKill and Fulton Reed, D three Fulton Reed, mm-hmm. teenage Fulton Reed, are sucked into an altered d- dimension. Right. But it's like the same reality. It's a different string, and he goes to essentially twenty twenty like the gotcha. game changers world where gotcha. there was no McKill. Okay? okay. 
Um, and all at the same time, so we've got 2020 timeline and then the like 1997 timeline, because now in 1997, they're like, okay, McKilla's gone, but so is Fulton. But then someone figures out there's this gravitational pull. Fulton might still be alive. We can get him back. Okay. And so you kind of have different realities going on right now. And so by the end of it, you're essentially, you could have more younger ducks going to the 2020 timeline, seeing their future selves and trying to rescue Fulton um, via the younger. I like this. I like this a lot. How, how, how do they rescue him? How do they get back? How do they get back? Well, that's what they're trying to figure out in the 1997 version. Like, oh, we can reopen the thing. It was the gravity boots whenever we hit them together. I don't know. Okay. So we that's see... for you guys to figure out. <laughs> okay so yeah we see them disappear and then we're sort of going back and forth on the timeline between 97 and 2020 so essentially the audience is seeing two different timelines they're seeing 2020 game changers universe right where you've got the only two additions are mckill and young fulton and you've got 1997 universe where the only two subtractions are mckill is gone and fulton is gone and at first they think they're dead but then they realize, you know, a week later, whatever, that he is, in fact, at, on, in some kind of different dimension. I like this. So and so they need to try to, like, get him back. Yeah. So we're following two threads here that are inevitably going to meet in the end here. Yeah. I and like so it's like they diverge and then they'll come back at the end. I like it. Okay. So do we, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the continuation on the 1997 timeline or do you want to go to 2020 and see uh, what happens as Fulton is teleported first? So I don't think we need to do a ton with 1997. I think a lot of it is just kind of like cleanup until like an hour into the movie, like some kind of expedition force goes into like the black hole or whatever, whatever we call it to go try to rescue Fulton. And so then, so that's where we're going to be focusing most of like the first hour of the movie on a young Fulton Reed in 2020, you know, and he's like got his driver's license or so he like just learned how to drive. So he's got his driver's license. And so there's some like fun, you know, time anachronisms, whatever, you know, think about back to the future. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he finds himself and it's like, I'm a construction worker. Like, like what, you know? Um, and then maybe he, um, he finds like the older Dean Portman or something like that. Um, but basically uh, I see it starts out with him like trying to warn people and, and it doesn't happen, but maybe there's a game changer who does believe him because he recognizes him. And so maybe that's Nick. Okay. So Nick becomes like, and Nick has always secretly wanted to be a bash brother. I like this. So has, is the assumption that some time has passed and Fulton has gotten used to just being teleported into this new world? Or do we, do we open on Fulton being confused about where he is? You op basically, we do explain like he's gone into some like different thing. Fulton kind of like wakes up in a haze at the, like the, the palace, sees like a newspaper, if they still have newspapers in 2020. And <laughs> is just like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. I'm, here, I'm in 2020. Is this like a Terminator situation where you can't bring your clothes with you? You'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I just always thought that was weird. <laughs> Terminator. I think it made a lot of sense. They explained in Terminator, it's like, why don't you just come back as a bomb? It's like, you know, compact, you know, uh, complex chemicals, you know. So uh, I okay. think he's probably naked, but he finds like 
an old Fulton Reed jersey or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And so maybe he finds it but doesn't realize that it's 2020 yet. Yeah. He, there's got to be that moment where he, like, sees something. He sees, like, an old Bombay and, like, what? And then he's yeah. like, what day is it? Bombay. Oh, like, yeah. So is Bombay the one who recognizes him right off the bat? Go ahead. It happens on Halloween. So he thinks everybody's like in costume, mm. like, like older versions of yeah. themselves. I like this. Yeah. So he goes out. He's, he's, he's naked except for a Fulton Reed jersey. He finds other <laughs> things to wear. Okay. Okay. So he goes out. It's Halloween. So people are in costumes. He sees like, there's some Easter eggs there where like people are in the background that the viewers notice and he sees them as kind of confused. Ooh, and, then, and one thing is he, he thinks he sees McKill, but it's some kid dressed as like what looks like a McKill. Oh yeah, that's good. And then he's like, oh, McKill's he's still out to there. death. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, oh, it's like he realizes it's a kid, but then he realizes also like, hey, I fell into the hole with McKill. I got to tell somebody about this. So, yeah. And he figures out I'm in the future. I'll just look up my my future friends or my future self. I think it's got to be future self. Yeah. Okay. And that so way he, you'd be like, what's something that like no one, I never told anyone about um, in the future self and him can have like a weird moment. That's but remember good. on this 2020 timeline, there was never a McKill. That's good. Okay. So. Fulton, he's out of Halloween. There's some hijinks. I guess he eventually sees somebody's phone or a newspaper. He goes to the library and uses the computer and sees the date. Freaks out. Eventually bumps into older Fulton Reed, you know, at the construction site. I think he, um, I think one of the game changers helps him track down older Fulton Reed. Mm. Like, I think Nick is the one. Like, Nick is in the library and Nick's like, do I know you? Yeah. It's like, are you like, and he makes, cause he's wearing like a full, he's wearing the Reed Jersey. Right. Like and that. he's like, where the fuck do you get that? Yeah. There's some good, there's some good comedy where, you know, Nick has some lines about how he doesn't like, can't believe it, but he likes all this in the movies or something. Um, and then, yeah, he's like, Oh, Fulton came to the ducks gala last year. And we all heard about it. So I, I know where he is. So he takes him to Fulton and Fulton and young Fulton have a meeting of some sorts where Fulton lays out that McKill's still out there. Basically, he says, like, I'm young Fulton, you know, and like, this is what happened. And they're just like, what? Like, are you crazy? Like, yes, you look a lot like me, but. And then they say, like, Nick says, well, actually, there's, like, two kids missing from school. Is this related to that? Mm. Something along those lines. And, and McKill is also kind of like, where am I? And so he's gone back to, like, um, you know, like the Hawks, like, Den or something. And maybe he finds, like, um, you know, bank. he's got to find, like, an old Hawk. And, like, he kills them or something like that. Because he goes back to get, like, some Hawks gear. Mm. So he's he's killing these old hawks. He's not like bringing them on his side. I think he probably kills Riley. Maybe he finds Riley and kills like a very old Riley. Okay. Yeah, because this is a new timeline. So Riley is not dead anymore. Yeah. And so basically the new timeline is the documentaries. D1, 2, 3, Game Changers. And so our very realistic Halloween spinoff has not happened at all in this timeline. 
So do you think it's like a final destination kind of thing where he's like goes after them in the same order that he originally killed them in? I like that. I think that's a good idea because McKill, he's got to get his revenge, I guess. So McKill has killed, you know, two random kids. Well, it's assumed he's killed two random kids at Nick's school, goes back, kills Riley, and then starts hunting down the older ducks from there. So I guess he could either kill Riley or Riley is now kind of like pulling the strings. We can maybe get into that. I'd like to get some feedback on that. But maybe it's implied that he kills Riley just so he could kind of reveal at the end. But McKill is already, maybe he's always kind of been like, Riley, you made me. Like, you're the one who told me to be like this. And so maybe he does kill him right off the bat. Because McKill thinks that killing everyone is going to like set him free. Who, Who was the first victim in in uh the first iteration of this (laughs) that is a good question i'd have to go back and look it up well i Um, think it's something where mckill sees like um a duck's gala picture and like riley's like study or something and he's mm -hmm. like ducks and so he wants to go kill the older ducks but along the way the ducks and the game changers like kind of team up so he's looking for like like he finds like older Averman who escapes or something like that. All right. Or like Averman doesn't even realize that he's like, he's like driving around thinking he's like his, his limo uh, client. He's like, so where are you from? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So Averman's going out early. No, and no, no. Then... Averman doesn't die right away. Oh, he doesn't die. He like escapes and doesn't even realize it. But it's when they find out that I guess um, maybe Jesse and Terry get killed. And then they find out someone's hunting old ducks. And Averman's like, oh, my God. I, I just I had this weird guy in my limo yesterday. I didn't even realize it. Yeah. So, there's... so we just need to pick the first two ducks to get killed to get that OG ducks reunion where they realize someone's hunting old ducks. I see. I like this. I'm. Mm, let's see. Jesse, Jesse and Terry's not bad. Is there anybody else we want to kill off the bat? I mean, Peter Mark... So the, the ducks who are still alive from the other one, Gordon Bobbell, Michelle McKay, Charlie Conway, Julie Gaffney, Fulton Reed, and Peter Mark. We obviously can't kill Fulton. Should we kill one of these people who survived the rest of this just to, you know, I think what there? you do is you, you kill one person who's like, okay, that makes sense. Like you do kill a Peter and they're just like, well, Peter could have just died from like anything. Like yeah. he was a drug addict. <laughs> um, oh, but the other one is like, like, I think you have to sacrifice like a, um, like a connie yeah like state senator killed in unique circumstances exactly and they think it's um they think it's gee oh that's a whole side plot yeah so they get together so it's obviously a news story the ducks get together like gee would never do that and then fulton has talked with young fulton and knows young fulton has revealed that there's this serial killer from the past i guess out there they start putting the dots together and then it's like a manhunt for McKill. And then do we just like an hour in, do we just fade back in time to like people on the moon discuss like studying? I I think periodically you're checking in with them because they're trying to, um, you know, get Fulton back. Um, And there is like this weird anomaly. We can get him back or, you know, Hey guys, you know, we don't know that Fulton's dead um and so basically it's the um like the ducks are kind of racing against some kind of like 
quote unquote evil scientist who's like trying to close the moon thing forever. Uh-huh. And it's not evil, but it's like, we have to close it. It doesn't matter if he's alive because McKill could come back. They're just like, no, we have to like, we have to go get our friend. And so it's a race against time for them. And so it's like, okay, you've got, you know, three hours, the portal's open, you go get Fulton or something like that. But if you see McKill, you do what anyone else does and you run or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like, so, so, so do, we do get snippets. Most of this is going to be in 2020, right? but we do get snippets of, you know, 1997, them talking about how they figured out the portal and how they had to go back and they take like a duck expedition force to go get them. Okay. So they, that was my question. They go home and then there's all this studying. And I like this, like maybe Hendrix, which sponsored the event is shutting it all down. And they're like, no, we got to go back. We got to save Fulton uh, led by, you know, Bombay or whoever. And, and they got to like sneak back to the moon or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's the side plot. They eventually open the portal and, you know, near the end. Is, I, I forget. Is Tibbles dead? Tibbles is dead, right? Yeah. We killed Tibbles okay. in the first one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We killed Tibbles in the first one. Uh, but we did bring back like a side character, like Wait, Ron Tibbles. What? What is the timeline between one and, and three? The, I guess <laughs> Good the time, question. time elapsed. Good question. I was going to say, maybe it could be like Tibble's son that like helps them get back to the moon or something like that. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Or maybe he had like a plucky assistant. Yeah. Yeah, he I like mean, sneaks him back in. I don't know. It's possible that this like, I guess, eh. I was going to say, is it possible that, that the whole moon expedition has taken a few years? And Because Tibble, Tibbles was an older guy. It's possible he had like a relatively older child that, you know. Well, I wasn't sure if time and like 1997 is going at the same time, like the same rate as right. 2020. And that's my kind of my assumption. Okay. Okay. So it's got it had to be relatively soon. But I do think we could have like a Tibbles relative like we could we could fudge it and say like a nephew an older nephew if we wanted to or just tibbles's son or daughter is like on the the duck side and trying to you know go against the evil hendrix corporation Um, i like that so yeah so they eventually open the portal um and we'll get back to them you know as we meet so we go back mckill has just killed connie people are on ghee the ducks have now gone for this manhunt for McKill and, you know, Fulton's giving them info, uh, giving them like weak spots, things like that. Well, is it, are they going on a manhunt or are they like terrified? Like we got to get, mm. Oh no, what they do is they got to, we got to get all the ducks back together because we don't know who's going to get killed. And then right. like, that's maybe when Charlie comes in and he's got the duck call or, or maybe Bombay and Charlie wreck. There's, I don't know. But you got to have like a, a rounding him up kind of scene. And maybe yeah. it's like rounding him up while McKill is also trying to track him down. Yeah, like maybe they like show up somewhere and then like walk into the apartment and there's like blood everywhere or something. Yeah, yeah it's like all happy go lucky. It's like, oh, yeah. look how much Terry's age. And like, like, oh my God, you know, Carp's head is on a spike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's a good scene. The Carp is, Carp never makes it um, to the roundup. But, one one thing they do though is when they make it to Tommy Duncan's apartment, there's like blood and everything everywhere. But it turns out Tommy Duncan is like an effects wizard, mm. and so he's like, "Nah, man, this is just my latest movie." You know, some it's it's about like a hockey slasher, and so yeah. it like mirrors this. 
because he's like, I always thought there was something up about that McGill guy. And so that's what I always base a lot of like my effects on. Okay. And so that comes into play later when they're like trying to trick McGill or McKill. They mm. like use all these like movie special effects or something. I like this. So do we go to Tommy's before or after they discover Carp's mutilated body? I'd before. Say before, yeah. Okay. Because once so, we find Carp's mutilated body, it's like, ooh, it's whoa. real. It's like, we should have gone to Carp first, you know? Yeah. So the, I guess they go to Tommy Duncan relatively early. Like, it's a false alarm. They they round up the other docs. Everybody's feeling good. And then, bam, Carp or, is dead. I, it could even be something like where, like, they're going to go to Carp's, but then they, like, either run out of time or something. So they don't end up going. And then maybe somebody stays behind to like go in so like they all don't see it oh Oh, maybe it's like peter's like i'll go get carp we'll meet you guys at the ice palace yeah yeah okay so 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 it's not like a big warning for everybody all at once oh and peter when he he makes his like carp's apartment and he's like oh my god and then you see mckill and so Mm -hmm. like it's clear that he also gets peter right then and so then peter and carp never show up um but peter was given something of geese and so they find that on the scene. So they think that, yes, oh. Guy is out, you know, Guy. like Guy is still like, oh, he killed the state senator, his wife. Now he's killed Carp and Peter. Right. So is Guy in custody at this point? Like, is he just sitting in jail? Like, what's going on with Guy? He's on the run. Oh, nice. And he might be with the Ducks, maybe. Okay. Or maybe he's just on the run. Or actually, no, actually, I do like the idea of him being in the police station. And then McKill like goes to the police station like Terminator style, mm. like trying to get Guy, and they break him out of jail. The the ducks break Guy out of jail. Or or I mean, there's also the, the possibility that Guy is killing people, and it's happening simultaneously. It's like guys, I'm a murderer, but I'm not that murderer. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a little bit unrealistic, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so. With Guy, is there, are we sort of like casting doubt, like maybe Guy really did do this at some point? The general public think Guy is probably the one behind it. So that's why he's like in the holdup. Yeah. And he's like, I need my lawyer. And he calls Bombay. Nice. And they actually come in and break him out of jail while McKill descends on the station. And like, there's all kinds of havoc. Okay. And they eventually break him out. So he escapes in the havoc that McKill creates. At the police station. And then, yeah, it's sort of, you know, everybody's, we're at chaos here. So in this scenario, the ducks are running from both the police and McKill. Now they are. Yeah. You got to have like multiple (laughs) angles here. Yeah. I like this. Okay. Because like they think they'll escape from McKill, then bam, police show up or vice versa or something like that. Um, And so eventually the 97 ducks contingent find a way to get to uh, 2020 right um but kind of along the same time like mckill has maybe found his like current 2020 iteration oh nice and so the the question is what is 2020 mckill doing i posit that maybe he's a cop so he's not the monster he's like an actual person at this point so you've got yes you've got monster mckill from the 97 timeline currently in 2020 but you also have 20 like the regular mckill we don't know what happened to him Mm -hmm. i say that he's a cop on like the force yeah and so he's kind of also seeing all of this and there's a scene whenever the ducks break out 
McGee from jail and McKill is there too, where like the McGill, like he's like, freeze, you know, put your hands up. And he like takes his mask up and he's like, he sees like a younger version of himself. Um, and we don't really know exactly what happens with that. Um, but there's got to be a role for like the present day McGill in this. And I think yeah. it's just a cop and that's when they see each other. I like it. I like it. So yeah, you see maybe McGill early on and he's got like the name tag that says McGill, but like it's not made a big deal until, you know, the chaos happens. Him and McGill have the face-to-face meeting. And then like, where do we go from there with that relationship? Do they, does McGill cross over? I think McGill tries to help the Ducks eventually mm. sacrificing himself being like hey oh. guys i i never like i learned from my mistakes and but eventually he gets killed by mckill i like this like okay. saving charlie or something like that or, or julie right so mcgill realizes gee's not the murderer tracks down the ducks the ducks i guess go to a hideout do they go to the ice palace where are they going here oh once and they break real quick earlier like nick and a couple of the game changers like nick evan and sophie had gone to the cops saying like there's a monster out there and they talked to officer mcgill nice yeah. and so that's why he's like hold on a second and then they go back to the like and then yes the final like kind of scenes are in the ice palace that's when like the old ducks and new ducks come together and maybe they've got like new uniforms that they all put on that's like super cool futuristic yeah okay so they so we've broken gi out of jail ducks go to the ice palace um nick sophie evan go to the ice palace so they're there we're, we're all together the 97 ducks have opened the portal they teleport to the ice palace just like fulton teleported to the ice palace so everyone's there there's the whole like hey wait a minute moment full is i guess young fulton's there too right yeah young fulton's there and like the um the 2020 like ducks never they've like accepted him they know they believe um, but one thing is, is um, at the end of Duck Hunter 3D, we said there was some kind of like zombie army or something or. I don't think so. Did we say that like McKill had some kind of like acolytes following him? Not really. No, we just uh, he, he had just killed a bunch of people, essentially. OK, I thought we had had something where like maybe like some of the the people were like coming back from the dead i don't know but i feel like we need we that sounds a little that sounds a little unrealistic tommy <laughs> well what i was going to say is we need um uh it's like some kind of like uh our army or mckill sympathizers to also go back right. when the 97 ducks do because otherwise you have like you know 25 against one yeah you also have the cops which is interesting but i think you need like some kind of like mckill's zombie victims yeah are like coming up i don't know we'll workshop that a little bit i mean you could have it at like the crime scene and these bodies are sort of still there that mckill has killed ducks open the portal it's actually bigger some bodies fall in and nobody realizes that they they teleport to 2020 and these bodies have been like reanimated as zombies so you have like um zombie sanderson and zombie Iceland sort of meeting up with McKill at a certain point. Yeah. And what we didn't ever realize was that McKill can like the victims, he can like raise them and have them fight for him. So then you're going to have like 
zombie ducks versus old ducks, zombie yes. Iceland, everything. And so that way you have multiple factions there at the end. And it's not just like one versus 30. Okay. So yeah. So McKill's army goes to the ice palace to fight the old ducks, the new ducks, McGill, who have united under a new banner. And I guess it's just a lot of bloodshed. I'm sure people die. What happens at the end of this sort of uh, war? I don't know. What do you guys think? Do they go? I think they go back to uh, like to 97, like the original or like the 97 ducks go back. Um, But maybe there's one who like stays behind. Is there someone who's like, there's nothing for me there or something like that? Yeah, I think that makes sense. That's good. That's good. Maybe, um, I mean, I guess maybe Peter Mark because Peter Mark has died and he's a zombie Peter Mark at this point. So, yeah, so he survives the war um, and there's sort of too many casualties um, to really count. But I guess there's got to be an emotional death in this war. Do we want to kill a main character or two in this fighting? You got to kill one of the Bombays, I think. Yeah. Mm. We can kill... You want to kill... Yeah, let's kill Young let's Bombay. Kill my, yeah, let's kill 97 Bombay. And then there's there's also, like, the pull for old Bombay to go back to, like... Right. Re, relive or, like, rescue them when they're younger. So yeah. I think maybe, maybe old Bombay goes back to So I think in uh, the fifth iteration, old Bombay goes back to 97 because, like, something else has happened. Mm. I like this. I okay. Like so yeah, we- and so it ends with like, you know, the heroes win and everything. Um, young Bombay is dead, but they're still like, okay, it's closed forever, but it's actually not really closed forever because like there's some kind of little credit scene about yeah, like um, I don't I don't know, like some uh, like maybe Riley was actually alive, like he wasn't like dead, mm-hmm. and so he's there and he kind of like looks at McKill's mask or something and puts it on oh yeah that's good that's good yeah maybe yeah we thought riley uh sacrificed himself in duck hunter 2 but he actually did no this is um this is 2020 riley oh right 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 okay nice nice okay so there's a big emotional scene bombay dies the ducks win and i guess they've already figured out how to open the portal from 97 well they they had to like get back within like three hours otherwise it was supposedly closed for oh okay so this portal was just open mm-hmm. thanks to the help of um tibbles let's let's make it a daughter just to make it interesting tibbles's daughter has you know helped them open it up snuck them on Hendrick's land um i guess mcgill do is there like a sacrifice scene with mcgill where he you know throws himself to the zombies to help the ducks escape what happens with current day mcgill hey yeah that's a good question i think you go a a few different ways you could have like him saying look he won't kill me because i am him and then he gets killed immediately (laughs) like you could have that or you could have something where it's like he sacrifices himself i think to be like hey like clear my name and like your your timeline and like I, he's the one who ultimately kills McKill or something. I I think I, I like it better if he like joins forces with young McKill. Oh, he gets turned. So then there are two McKills in in future iterations. 
Interesting. So he gets turned in some way. I don't know how this would happen. I guess. And, and well, and then I already have the title for next year. It's it's McKill five, but the five is an S. Five of the kills. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. So and maybe you have Riley with the McKill, like leading the McKill. So they're like the McKill boys. Yeah. Oh, geez, this is gonna be good next year. Um, so there's the big zombie scene. McKill McGill takes a step back. And is like, whose side am I on here? There's just chaos. There's there's blood in uh, young Jesse Hall's eyes, young Adam Banks's eyes. Um, I, I think it's um. I don't think that McGill like turns all the way. I think he's got a chance to kill McGill, but he's like, I can't kill myself. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then he just kind of gets like supposedly hurt, and then we find out later that he's not dead, but he's he still wants like maybe they blame all the killing on him oh and then he and so yeah, that's yeah. how we get mckill five and then like riley's able to rescue him and like you're the new mckill right the older one right so the ducks take down the zombie horde and whatnot do does mcgill does mckill die in this instance or what ha- what is like the scene where we think he's dead or he's not dead or so the mckill that we know is dead Okay. And we're going to leave it at that. But like what we do get kind of at the end is Riley is like them blaming it on McGill and then Riley kind of getting that end credit scene where he like finds the mask and puts it on or something like that. Although in the next iteration, we actually will kind of get multiple McGill's McGill's out of it. Um, So McGill still alive, McGill dead, Riley still alive. This is good. This this plays with our um, canon here because in Duck Hunter Two, Riley sort of revealed McKill's weak spots, and Fulton had sort of squared up uh, in Duck Hunter Three D to you know he already knew the weak spot. So here they finally get the weak spot wherever it is, like the back of his head or something. They eventually kill him. We see him actually die, and then we have sort of the end credits. The ducks go back. Bombay says he's going back with them like he wants to do over from this life peter mark says there's nothing out there for me he stays so we sort of have a balance in the universe he stays and the older fulton adopts him oh nice and he joins the game in the the don't bothers oh excellent excellent so i think uh duck hunter five is solely in the game changers universe okay because we're going to get some new characters with Game Changer Season right. 2 that we need to incorporate into. Right, and we haven't killed really any of them yet. We killed two random kids at school. but I, Yeah, we... unless we wanted to say it was the Checkmates, but I feel like we need to keep them around. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, we'll keep them around. Um, yeah, so yeah, we have those emotional scenes. Fulton adopts Peter Mark. We end it post credit scene. We have real-life uh, 2020 Riley, who we'll have to recast because that actor has actually passed away, but that's okay. Um, he he finds McKill's mask in the rubble of the Ice Palace on a dark night, and he puts it on, and then they're like, that's where we cut it off? Yeah, and then you got like heavy metal music playing. Nice. This is good. Well done. Well done. Do we have a title, Duck Hunter 4? Back to the Future? 
no, that would never work as a movie title. <laughs> um, I mean, we can leave it to the quack lights, but, but it could be something like Duck Duck Hunter, like before and after, or something like that. Oh, I like that. Before and after, like Duck Hunter back four more. Oh. Yeah, back for more. I like this. I like, yeah, just the four. That kind of back for more. Let, let's uh, it, maybe put a couple options on and have the Quack Lights vote on it. All right. Yeah. Michael put those in the show notes and also we'll get a Twitter poll going. Check yes. the Discord channel. Yes. Um, and I think this is probably one of the more well received duck, uh, duck hunters. Yeah. This one is pretty epic with the whole They're going to say this is the best since the first one. Yeah. I like, yeah, I think the critics are really going to love this one. It's pretty epic. A lot happens. We get into a little Marvel multiverse action there. Oh, so. and we'll give um, Adam Goldberg a cameo of some sorts. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Maybe he's like the police chief or something. Oh, as, I like that. Yeah. He's as, a police chief. Yeah. As something goes ha- down. All right. Epic. If you have a name, we want to hear it for Duck Hunter 4. Uh, but the working title is Before. What is it? Before Back and after? Four More. Back Four More. Right. Back Four More. For us, thequackdeck.com. Go there. Contact us. At QuackDeckPod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash QuackDeckPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us your movie title. And how would you rank the four uh, McKills at this point? I guess the four Duck Hunters. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Bye-bye. Ain't no turning back. Stop to be the man is up. The quack attack is